This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome, friends, to another Freedom Fighter Podcast. I'm Derek Moyer. I hope you're all well. We're starting a new series this week called Christ the Healer. Uh, we're going to be focusing in on the what, what does this mean? You know, maybe for some it's just introducing you to to some of these ideas, or some it's maybe reawakening to some of these realities. Really want to encourage you, increase your faith, to stir up a bit of curiosity with this series. Not going to be an in-depth theology lesson. It's going to be more about the practicalities, my own experience of of these, uh, how these things have developed and grown. Uh, my own life. So uh, listen in guys to this first session where we're just laying a foundation of a, a kind of introductory foundation of the the reality of um, you know what, what healing's all about and how important it is for us with regards to our, our psychological uh, lives, our, our physical beings. Um, so if you're needing repaired, <laughs> if you're needing a bit of restoration, join ways and I pray this really encourages you. Good morning, everybody. Great to see you all, and uh, I'm really, really, I'm really, really excited. I have to say, I'm going to have to try and contain my excitement uh, to talk about this series uh, of Christ the Healer and delve into all that means, and uh, you know, get a chance to share. Because really, I've I've actually never actually focused a, a teaching solely on this before. So, and just at the outset, just to to clear. You know, and, and clarify what as what, what we try to do here. Uh, you know, I, I've I've been under guys for years that it was almost like they overfed, they overgave you information because you try to convince you of a point. I I'm I've made my mind up. I'm not going to do that. Uh, you know, as much as I can. I know I can talk. I can talk for long times, but you know, I want to be able to share stuff that's going to be practical. You know, I'm sure we've all heard these these truths, but you know, it's to stir up our curiosity, to in- encourage and increase our faith, to introduce some or to reawaken some to this to these redemption realities, right? And uh, so, uh, the inspiration for me this this has been working in me the last couple of months really. Um, I get challenged at my college course, and my thinking was challenged. Now. You know, we are studying theories of psychology, uh, you know, and the word ology after a, a you know, like psych, psyche or theo or sociology or from, they're all, they're telling you that it's a study of something. And I'm hearing theories of the study of the psyche, psychologists, the study of the psyche, and I'm going, whoa. It's almost like that. These ideas are trying to put you put put all this information into this box, and this is these are the answers you need, right? And uh, you know, it, it got me thinking. I'm, I'll share this later on, but I want to be running about people who are no no spouting theories and proud about theories, but. 
who are actually, these theories are actually applied, working, you're seeing the things happen. People's minds being healed, people's bodies, lives being restored. To me, that's I'd learn far more from that than the study of something. And who better can we be doing about? John the Baptist, remember his disciples came to Christ to, to ask, are you really the one? The lame walk, the blind see, the dead are raised to life. <laughs> That's Jesus' answer. You know, the, the the guys that walked with Christ were only walking with him a couple of years and they were getting sent out to do these amazing things. So, just as we begin this series, you're going, wow, is that is that is that how he rolls? Is that what he's really up to? And uh, you know, so let's just open up the, the series with prayer and believe God for more light that leads to life. We want revelation, clarity that encourages us, that builds us up, that our faith can be based upon, that we can step out and 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 apply for our lives and see have these things actually benefiting us, you know, uh, benefiting our families. So, God, we just thank you. We thank you that your spirit is with us. We thank you that your spirit is leading and guiding us, promised to lead and guide us into all truth. So we just ask for light. We ask for truth. We ask for revelation. Pray for those who, you know, that have heard any of these things. We just pray, God, you just drop seeds into their hearts that just awaken desire, awaken curiosity to know that that can happen. God, and, uh, you know, for us who have heard these things and who have, haven't been feeding on them and have, have forgotten about them, we pray you reawaken excitement, reawaken vision, reawaken hope, God, for us that these things can be our portion as well. So we pray, God, as we start this series off, we just thank you for lifting, encouraging, and enlightening hearts and minds in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, um, you know, another another uh, reason for my focus on this has been I started a a, a training program in, in January, first week of January. And uh, so I hadn't done this type of training for years. It was strength training three times a week. And the guy was brilliant. Um, you know, really helpful, really, really relentless, consistent uh, coach. And uh, while I was training, there was a, a reoccurrence of an old injury. And, uh, you know, the old injury was, was I had done much damage at the Scottish School of Sport 2003. We overtraining. We, we striving and pushing myself, obsessing over training. Training was my God. My physical body was my, was you know, my strength, my, 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 my look. All that was, that was where my identity was based. So I just, you know, it was, I was never enough. Never, it was never there. It was constant training. And, uh, and eventually I, I came to a point of just total burnout. And I've not been able to... Uh, and loss of strength and lack of lack of uh, you know proper proper replenishment of energy in my muscles, so it was it's been a very difficult road for me, <laughs> letting things go that I was so dependent on. I'm sure some some of you can relate with. And so, um, while while I was training, this these same feelings come up, 
and uh, so I, I was so getting more and more discouraged at my lack of ability to recover and my lack of ability to be replenished with energy and uh, so we'll, we'll get there I'll, I'll share more about this but um, I got physical help I got doctor's advice I got coach advice at that point in January and, and beginning of February but I recognise because of my my uh, you know this this what the spiritual things the the inner life that I thought right first I need to check the spiritual before I go down a line of paying money in the physical for for uh, for help and so I have but through this process of feeding on these things what God says about um, strengthening my faith in the terms of got uh, the healing strengthening my faith in terms of uh, you know the promises of God and working that in so I'll share more of that as we go um, let, just to start to define you know what we're talking about with healing Christ the healer the word heal here says to cause a wound or an injury or a person to become sound or healthy again it's to make better to make well to cure to restore to health. The words in the Greek and the Hebrew, they bring a wee bit of different emphasis, but it's about making thoroughly whole and repairing. Anyone seen the BBC show, The Repair Shop? If you've seen it, you know, I, I just, something about the, the show that just, the process of uh, these people from other country taking their families treasures that are so precious to them and they take them to these experts and specialists who are able to have some repaired and restored to its original condition and they're able to use it the way you know the way they did when they were a child or the way it was when granddad had it and you know and there's such joy you see the joy the tears that flow the gratitude and appreciation that, that's given to the uh, you know to the guys that fix it <laughs> But I ask the question, what's more precious than our hearts and minds and bodies? What is more precious? And, you know, the question is, is any any MD, anyone else needing repaired? <laughs> Are we getting anything that's needing repaired? Um, has anybody went through anything that's, that's uh, through some stuff in life that's caused a, a, a wound or damaged us? Psychologically, damaged us physically. Um, you know, and could we be doing with some repairing? <laughs> could could our lives be doing with some restorative work in some way? Well, I'm sure everybody's answer would be, of course. Uh, if it's no psychological, if it's no, and in, in our inner lives, they we've got some physical ailment, and. Um, you know, we're saying, yeah, that sounds good. Um, so, where do we look for healing? Um, personally, my experience, my story, sure it's the same as most is, we've grown up formed in fashion to believe that conventional medical treatment is the only means that cure or treat us. It's indistributable that doctors, nurses, health professions, they do a fantastic job 
keeping their nation alive. And uh, when you see how dependent we've been on them in COVID, they're so undervalued. The nations of the world have been uh, so dependent on their expertise uh, and knowledge, skills, and the sacrifice that they've they've uh, they've made to to fight this disease. But um, this series, we're going to focus on the stupendous, amazing truths of the redemptive realities that have been provided for us through the work of Christ. Because, as I say, where do we look for healing? I grew up never having any of this, never thought, never thought in this, this category at all, never had this as a category. It was just go to the doctor, go to the, go to the chemist, get something. There was never a sense that uh, God had any investment there was any, uh, you know, like category of thinking that help and healing and life and restoration and wholeness can come to you spiritually. So, the word healer, when we say Christ the healer, the word healer is a person who seeks to cure diseases or heal injuries by means other than conventional medical treatment. Right, <laughs> and uh, you know, just introducing that to some people, you think, what? Um, you know, is that you know, we've heard of faith healers and you know how little knowledge uh, there is of this. But when you when you read the life of Christ, this was a massive part of his of his ministry was bringing this healing life, healing of spiritual, mental, physical ailments and problems now my story um, I mean the last years I have experienced this in ways that I can now share authoritatively on um, I'll go back the challenge that made me think of this series instead of confronting the people I felt do a series Spoke through it with Vincent. And uh, so, basically, we were studying the, th- the psychological theories of Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung, who, and, and their motivation was good. They were trying to study the, the psyche of man to f- come up with ideas that could bring healing and cure and resolve to the issues that made them present in the ways they were. Wasn't it a bad desire? The problem was they didn't see God that correctly. They missed, they left God out of the equation. So their theories, however well they started, get further and further away from the from the uh, the foundational truths of we were made to to depend upon a creator. We are the created, and uh, you know. That when you start seeing things, thinking wrongly, and and imaging, uh, you know how you get healed. When you when you see this, what Dan mentioned there, but the vision is wrong. When you're thinking this is that this is the this is the way I'm going to get well, and it, show me how you're making folk well. Then, <laughs> you know, sh- show me how how that theory has made people well. Because if it's not making folk well, 
Is it the truth? Because Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. If it's not making you free, it can't be true. You know? So, I'm going to just read a couple of scriptures uh, and I'll, I'll share my own story just briefly. The scriptures I'm going to read is one for the Old Testament. And this is a book of Isaiah that was written 700 to 740 years before Christ came. Right? And this passage was quoted over 40 times, nearly, sorry, 40 times in the New Testament. This is how important this prophetic, uh, you know, uh, passage from Isaiah is. Because he writes it 700 years before Jesus even came to the earth. And then after Jesus, uh, you know, completes his mission, it's, this passage is quoted nearly 40 times. To what? To do what? To verify, to validate. This is what was spoken of Jesus and this is what he done to fulfill what was spoken of. Right? So, familiar passages and it's Isaiah chapter 53. And the chapter uh, is about the sin-bearing servant. Right? And if, if you're like me and you have done a lot of sinning... <laughs> When you first heard these words, that some are you telling me somebody came to take all of my sin, all of my fa- failures, all of my shortcomings? That I mean, you're sitting in a, a court of law and the judge <laughs> looking at you, and you know I'm a guilty man, and somebody's saying I'm taking the dairy, I'm taking the blame, I'm I am I am uh, carrying that for him. It's like that to me. The joy, that's like the repair shop uh, experience. That you know, we walk in, we can hardly we're limping in because of the damage we've done to ourselves. And I know for me, I've done a lot of damage in my own mental health with the the the, the lifestyle I was involved with. You're limping in, and you don't deserve to be well. You've you you know we've made choices that have led to that. And we hear the amazing news that everything you've done wrong, I'm, I'm taking out your experience. I am releasing you from it. So, nobody disputes that, uh, you know, yeah, Jesus is this Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He is a sacrifice that 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 was that was offered. To release the world, but part of part of part of his redemptive, uh, uh, you know, um, the rescue plan was, I'm not just taking your sins, I'm taking your sicknesses and your pains. This is seven hundred years before Christ. Isaiah saying, surely he has borne our griefs. This sin bearing sin bearing servant. The word born, I loved, I found this out, that it's the same word that was used in Leviticus when under the law uh, of Moses, Aaron would get a scapegoat. Remember, the, the remember even if you're, not, if you're listening, you're not familiar with, with these Old Testament, uh, you know, scriptures and uh, facts. We've heard about being a scapegoat. When someone basically takes all the blame 
for the full situation and, and actually nothing to do with him <laughs> or very limited to do with him and what would, what would they say is this this goat would bear all the sins they would the, the priest would would put basically um, you know speak all these sins over the goat and send it out into the wilderness as a symbolic act of saying you are taking all this the same word is used here in Isaiah for Jesus born our sins. He bore our griefs, carried our sorrows, wounded, uh, bruised for our iniquities, sorry, wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. The beauty of that truth that you take all of my stuff into your body. And... Uh, Oh boy, I'm telling you. I um, I had this experience, so I, I ruined my physical being with sin. Because of the pain and the hurt that, that I was carrying. My mental being. And I was searching, studying. I had all these books. I was listening to all these people. looking. What was I looking for? I was looking for healing. I was looking for restoration. I was looking for the cure, the peace that would that that, that, that I try to find it somewhere. And I remember uh, praying with this friend of mine, and they had a vision, and she saw me before a blackboard with all the quotes that I used to quote of all these ologies, the study of the psyche, that that I was trying to find life in, and. She said it wasn't bad, but you were moving. You moved beyond it, and you were kneeling at Jesus's feet. And uh, she said she saw in a vision Jesus standing over me with his hand over my head, and she said liquid, liquid light was flowing out of his hand into your head and through every part of your body and out every cell of your body. Now, at the same time, I had a vision of Isaiah 53 with no writing in it. And what it was communicating to me was, my my lifestyle and beliefs and words and acts were actually, you know, what were, uh, I was acting as if this wasn't true. That this, that, that you know, the, the, the reality of, Jesus taking all these things that it wasn't it wasn't real and at the time it was like I was so stuck in my own pain and the own hurts that I got a bit of revelation a bit of knowledge but could I receive it and could I trust it for it to do its deep work that's required and I and I, I have to admit that that's that wasn't the case then. There wasn't enough stability to be able to say, "Can I can I process that in a way that I can uh, get that into my heart, build that into the heart, that then you can receive it and trust in it, walk in faith, and uh, and and allow it to do its work." So that's my story. 
Uh, we turn over, over to First Peter two twenty four, and uh, this is Peter writing after Jesus's, uh, you know, after Jesus has completed his mission. He's then quoting that Jesus bore our sins in his own body in the tree. So he's he's verifying Isaiah's prophecy. He took our sins through his suffering. That we, having died to these sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. And, you know, that's that past tense of Jesus, uh, of Peter's words, of ye were healed. Isaiah writing, you are healed because he's Jesus' work. Peter writing, because he's done his work, ye were healed. Jesus has poured out uh, through his work the healing, his healing power. He's poured out his uh, salvation. I don't have to uh, you know, I don't, I don't have to walk in life believing I'm never going to get forgiven. I believe that Jesus has died so I can receive I receive forgiveness. But then it comes to the healing. We we uh, you know we believe that Jesus is the healer. That in him his sacrifice releases healing for us spiritually, mentally, physically. So I'm just stopping the other day. As a, as a short introduction and uh, we'll, we'll deep delve further into how does this become manifested in our lives alright so Father we bless you God we thank you for this uh, for, for these truths we thank you that Lord you've promised us you sent your word and you healed them in Psalm 107 you told us in Proverbs 4 that God your word is life to those that he, find it is health and healing to all of our flesh God, we thank you for healing, releasing healing, faith for, for healing. If it's mental, spiritual, physical, we claim it from you. God, we believe that God, like, like we can hear, hear these things and believe that we can be forgiven. We can hear and believe we can be healed and cured and restored, God, to factory settings. God, restored in whatever way we need restored. So we thank you for these amazing truths, oh God, and we, we believe we receive them today. In Jesus' mighty name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.